Welcome back to Two Death. How's everyone doing today? Well, I'm good. Oh, this is um, I'm Ashley. Kevin. It's Kevin. Sorry, I always forget <laughs> to introduce. It's... I guess I just assume everyone knows who we are. Well, of course they do. <laughs> who wouldn't know us? Exactly. We're very famous. <laughs> We're a big deal. Yeah, pretty, pretty serious. So, before we start talking about what we're going to talk about today i have some i guess housekeeping okay <laughs> so i was gonna am i fired <laughs> yes damn it sorry this is Already? awkward found <laughs> a replacement that's so brutal. ryan reynolds will be joining me next week I'm just oh kidding. i'm totally just kidding he will not be here you will be disappointed if you tune in next week he is not gonna be here is it still me it's still you god damn it <laughs> So I was going to say, because last week I've forgotten to cite my sources I used on my story. Um, so I put them in the show notes of last week's episode. I just want everyone to know that I'm going to be better at saying my sources before my stories from now on. So. Oh, nice. Do we, do we still have to do that on the YouTube ones too? Um, I did. Oh, you did? I did oh, it on nice. all of them, yeah. Oh, good job. Yeah. So, I mean, I, mainly last week's story I got from Murderpedia and two videos from um, YouTube, one of which was Stephanie Harlow and one of which was Annie Elise from Tend to Life. So, but I have those cited now. Also, I was going to say a little tidbit that I learned from last week's episode, like an update. So, last week's episode we talked about... Um, the Ken and Barbie killers, and Carla Homolka had gotten out. She had been released from prison, remember? Um, I think we had, like, I had said what she was doing up to 2012. Yeah. So I was actually on the phone with my mom the other day, and my mom was like, you know what's really weird? I actually looked that lady up to see what was going on. So as of, like, 2017, so this is the newest update that, I, that um, I've heard of, my mom said that she actually moved back to Canada, changed her name, and got a job at her kid's school. What? Yeah. She's working in a school? So she was. So these parents that were at the school were sleuthers. Yeah. They all found out who she was and petitioned the school board to fire her. How did they like... How did they figure it out? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That's too bad. I I'm guess curious. maybe like she looked familiar because her like their court case was all over the news. Right. So I guess she looked familiar and someone figured out like, oh, okay, this is not her real name. This is actually who this is. Mm. And yeah, she ended up getting fired from her position because people figured out who she was. A murderer? Not even just a sadistic murderer, but like a rapist and yes. killed her sister and like sick stuff so yeah so that happened so i yeah. thought i'd give a little update on that oh i'm so glad we're not doing face cam i was just picking my nose <laughs> that's or is it fortunate that we aren't doing i mean like the people may want to see that i don't know i highly doubt that <laughs> i don't know what audience we have but i'm sure it's not that <laughs> oh I mean, I don't think so, at least. Anyways, moving Probably on. Probably not. <laughs> so today, the case I have is so much more lighthearted than last week. Thank I God. I wanted to find one that didn't have anything to do with murder. <sighs> it didn't have anything to do I with sexual so assault. I feel so much relief. We can actually laugh about this case. We can crack jokes about this case because 
it's ridiculous case. These people suck. <laughs> and they got say caught. Things without and they've already been to prison, so it's not alleged I'm anymore. Worrying gonna, like, be super offensive? Yeah, Good. no. These, we can be whatever on this one. Yeah, and I, there's no trigger warnings, Last no nothing. Last one was a little rough. That's why I picked this It was this hard one. to, like say words to that yeah that's yeah. why i found this one i was like you know what i just want a good old-fashioned fraud it was a lot of me going oh no <laughs> i know why i know it's, it was I, awful believe me i hated doing it like i really didn't like researching it i really didn't love like talking about it because it was just really depressing for me for me it's a little weird and i can understand how it could come off as kind of the word comes, the word crass comes to mind, but it's not the right word. This stuff is so insane to me that it doesn't sound real. It sounds like you're telling me a story. So mm -hmm. I react to it almost as if I'm hearing like a fictional story. Right. It's, it's, it's later, it's usually actually later after these recordings where I'm like, oh my God, these that things really actually happened to two people, people. And where, I have a moment to actually like uh, absorb put, it. Put myself in their 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 shoes and imagine what it would be like to be in their situation and their you know the, their final terrifying moments like that and it's just awful. Right. Thank God. I know. Yeah. So if you ever like, you, we're never like making fun of the victims in these stories. We're it, always just trying to like. It's almost a self defense mechanism. It is. It you have to kind of. Like my 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 grandfather, he 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 was a uh, he was on my dad's side, so he was uh, he he was Jewish, and so coming from him versus others, I guess has a little bit more significance. But he said to me one time, just to to, to always maintain a, a sense of humor about things, no matter how rough things got. So that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just like ha ah, ha God, it's awful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's almost like a nervous laughter. Like, I don't yeah. know what to do here, so I'm going to yeah. just say something funny. Well, yeah. Enough explaining ourselves. Right. We are who we are. <laughs> oh, and also just whatever like medium you're listening to us on, please go like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. We always forget to say yeah, that. Yeah, like, please do rate it us. It helps. And not only that, like, please give us comments. Like, oh, yeah. Feedback. feedback. Please. Like, does our sound suck? Do you, I don't know, do Should I be fired? Weird? Should it just be me? Should there be no Kevin? Just I'm just kidding. Kick He's me great. out. It's fine. I'm. These are horrifying stories. Yeah, but like, just give us feedback. Cause I I'm, can just set the recordings up. <laughs> right. But we're not podcasters. Like, we're not professional podcasters. No. We're not actors. I'm a nurse. I write software. Kevin's a software engineer. Like, this <laughs> is new to us. So please give us feedback. We will appreciate it. Just don't be mean. That's a glorified like, term, I I scratched some code. <laughs> but anyways. Yeah. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So, yeah. Give us some feedback. We would love it. So, let's get into this. All right. Let's do it. This is, this is the GoFundMe fraudster case. Have you ever heard of this? Because this is recent. The GoFundMe fraudster case. No. Uh-huh. Recent. No. Yeah. It's... I mean, all right. So, my first thought is, I'm sure there's been tons of... Oh, fraud on GoFundMe. Absolutely, like, it's set up to be that way, yeah, right? It I has mean, to be. it's just crowdfunding, so people can say whatever, say whatever they, they want, want to, yeah. and it doesn't have to be real. So it doesn't shock me at all that there's fraud on GoFundMe. So that's my that's my first thought. 
I think this is probably one of the first that has been like adjudicated, taken to court, okay. proven, all that stuff. Gotcha. Um, not the only one, I'm sure, but probably one of the only ones. So I got all my information from a really good article from the Philadelphia Inquirer and then um, NPR and lawandcrime.com. So nice. Yes. So let's take this story back to the fall of 2017. Before any pandemic, before any craziness, good old 2017. That's actually when we went on our cruise, isn't it? No, no, we went 2016. We went 2016. Oh, this was Harvey. Bad year. Yeah. This was Harvey. That was rough. Yeah, we live in Houston. Harvey was terrible. That was a hurricane, by the way. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's people from other countries here. I'm sorry. Or states that or don't states have that don't. hurricanes. We had Hurricane Harvey hit here in Houston, and I got trapped at the hospital for five days. Yes. Having to work pretty much 24 hours a day for five days yes. i got paid for it all though yes that's nice and kevin was stuck at home as i was our... by myself the kids were at the our my, my in-laws ashley's parents because we didn't know it was going to hit this bad like right. we didn't we were like oh it'll be fine it'll just be like a little rainstorm it's not gonna be a big deal i it did what was i could a big deal i did what i could to keep the water out and that was that and I wound up just putting a lot of electrical equipment up elevated in, while water slowly crept up into the carpet. And I played computer games <laughs> while the lights flickered and the water was slowly coming up and I was touching my feet. Yeah. Yeah. I was just having nervous breakdowns in hospitals. So. I, was, I was playing GoldenEye Source. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, it was fun. I didn't watch Game of Thrones in our discharge lounge because oh, it was like new episodes coming on at that point. Oh, I didn't watch any. I don't think I watched any new episodes. Yeah, you, you may not have. I watched it with like a bunch of my coworkers in the mm. discharge lounge. It was it, that was one of the funner parts of that, but That's the rest nice. of it was not fun. Uh, anywho, <laughs> right. fall of 2017, back yeah. on focus. Okay. It's a cold night in Philadelphia on Interstate 95. So Kate McClure is our female in the story okay she ran out of gas right she's the, just the one and only female <laughs> she's actually the only female in okay. this case yeah i guess we do mostly do couples i just was thinking in the, like she's the only female in the entire story oh no no okay. so, I, I know what you mean she's like the uh, the head honcho female yeah the, the evil female we'll, we'll come to find out her role in this right. so kate mcclure she's um on interstate 95 in philadelphia she's on the exit ramp and she runs out of gas She's oh no. stranded. Oh no. So she's like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm trying to find gas. And she comes across this homeless man named Johnny Bobbitt. And he. Oh. Yeah. So he tells her. John Bobbitt? No, not that. No, no, no. No, wrong case. <laughs> not that. Not no, that John Bobbitt? Not that John Bobbitt. Is his name John? Was his John? Was it? Because it was. Uh, what was the. What was. Who were those people? Um. Renee, Lene, Lenore. It, it's so close. Uh, Lorena. Lorena Bobbitt. Lorena and wasn't Bobbitt. it John Bobbitt? I thought it was. It may be. Or was it Brian Bobbitt? I'm totally blanking <laughs> on his name right now and well, I couldn't. We'll do that case. Yeah. They both did a crime. One was adultery. Well, which and is not a crime. 
that case is really more layered than you would think it was. Is it? Yeah, I well, watched then, the. There's oh, a. Um, maybe we should do it. Maybe I don't know a, anything about it other than the the extreme parts, of obvious parts. So I would have to go back and refresh myself, but I watched the um, Amazon Prime documentary Lorena about her. Yeah, I've never really. There's a whole thing. Okay. There's a okay. whole of course, documentary of series about Why her, and apparently she was like a very abused woman, and oh, abused? it has been abused. Oh no. Yeah. Sorry, our producer is yelling oh, at us no for be. some reason. I don't know. She's telling us to get back on, on, oh, on topic. Oh, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, anyways, we'll do the Bobbitt case. Or, not not case. What was the case? What did they take? Yeah. They, they went to court? Was, okay. they, oh, they went to court, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so anyway, so <laughs> this homeless man named Johnny Bobbitt right. tells her, you know what? I'm going to give you my last $20. Uh-huh. This is a homeless man giving her his last $20 to go get gas. Okay. So she was like, oh my God, I like, I appreciate this. This is amazing. Like, I can't believe you did this. So she snaps a picture with him, gets yeah. his name and number and everything, and her, her name's goes M- home. McClure. M- McClure? Uh-huh. Kate McClure. Kate McClure. Not like, mm-hmm. tr- like Troy McClure from The Simpsons. Hey, I'm Troy <laughs> McClure. Uh, Phil Hartman. Ah. Okay. Uh, no. Kate McClure. Mm-hmm. So Encou- encounters John Bobbitt, the homeless person. He's a homeless person, and he With, gives her. He has twenty dollars. His last twenty dollars. And he gives it to her because she ran out of gas. Yes. She actually ran out of gas. We'll see. Oh, I'm just. I'm, only reason I ask is I've heard the gas scam so many times. Like that's such a common thing. So. But anyways. Yeah. So um, they take a picture together, and she decides to post it on social media. Okay. And she, you know she discusses it with her partner who is mark d'amico they are not married but they're in a relationship mark d'amico yes not related to connie d'amico not no okay. <laughs> not the one that dennis reynolds lost his virginity to or something or she did on a trampoline uh, that's always somebody sunny went reference. down yeah it's always sunny reference you guys will get it right <laughs> I <hope laughs> come on so. i know you get it <laughs> so, anyway <laughs> so um she posts this on social media saying like, oh, this homeless guy saved my, you know, saved me. He gave me his last $20. Like, how nice is this? Sure. We're going to start a GoFundMe campaign for him to raise about $400,000 to um, basically like give him a new life. Like, pay it forward to him. Much. They were, that was like a, kind of like a far off thing. Like, yeah. They just okay. kind set of like set a goal. Yeah. Okay. They were just wanting to help him out because, you know, he helped them. Like yeah. gave him his so, last money, right. so it's like a pay it forward type of so thing. So if we get like ten percent of this, which is like forty grand, mm-hmm. like that'll be huge. Exactly, it's gonna change his life. Right, right. But you know, he did something nice, so they want to do something. That nice. sounds nice. Yeah. It, it sounds really nice. Yeah. Um, Was uh, I don't know? You already know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I, I'm, I ask you as if you don't. But I, I, it was. I instinctually asked. Were, was the intention pure to begin with? But I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we're gonna find out. I suspect not. So Johnny Bobbitt, we find out, is a um, ex-marine. Okay. So he have they um, met yet? Who? The, the McClure and, and yeah, they're already dating. Yeah, McClure and um, D'Amico. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. They were together at the time of okay. her running out of gas. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's a homeless veteran, who we will find out is very addicted to opioids. Which is Wait, why I'm sorry. He's homeless. D'Amico is a. Homeless? I mean, sorry, Johnny Bobbitt. Did I say? Jo- oh, I, I, maybe not. I got confused. Yeah, Johnny Bobbitt. Johnny is, Bobbitt is mm-hmm. a veteran. A marine, yeah. A marine. 
That and is... homeless and addicted to some stuff. Opioids. Opioids. Yes. Okay. So that's why he's homeless is because okay. he, you know. Right. Spent all his money on drugs, kind of like yeah, chased bu- off everyone he loves. Yeah. Was in the throes of addiction. Sure. So eventually from this campaign, this GoFundMe campaign, 14,000 unique donors ended up giving $400,000. Holy moly. Yeah, so they met their goal. The three, they made national news, super feel-good story. Um, They were all over, like, different programs. Uh, They were even on Good Morning America. Oh, wow. So, (sighs) yeah. Sounds good. It sounds great. So what I'm going to do, I wasn't really sure how to present this story in a way that would be the most interesting. So what I've decided to do... During their court case, so this is already bad, you know, we're going to court. The um, prosecution compiled all of their text messages to each other. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and just, this we're going to go step by step and read through their text b- b- messages. Between Mark D'Amico and, and Kate McClure. K- Kate McClure, okay. Yes, okay. And this is going to tell our story for us. Oh, great. This their is, text I'm, messages. I'm excited. Nice. I like so this. we're beginning in 2017. October 16th. Kate McClure, 27, she texts her boyfriend Mark D'Amico about Johnny Bobbitt, a homeless man that they had known for at least a month because of their frequent trips to Sugar House Casino. She says, I don't know why, but that homeless guy by Sugar House keeps popping in my damn head today. D'Amico responds, Dude, I just thought about him. The exchange continues, basically saying they both wanted to help Bobbitt. And provide him with, like, food, clothes, possibility of job, all that stuff. So, Kate is a New Jersey Transportation Department receptionist. Her yearly earning is about $37,000 in 2016. Okay, so, I'm sure you already said this, but they're in, they're in New Jersey. Uh, yes. Okay. And D'Amico is a carpenter who, um, his last listing of income for 2015 was $15,000. Okay. So Just so you know, like... Yeah, they're not making a whole lot of money. They're like middle to lower... I guess depending on where you live. I mean, he's poverty level. Yeah, that's true. I mean, between the two of them, that, I think that's pretty low income. Yeah, and they weren't even married, so I don't know if they were like living together or what their situation was. Yeah. They're just dating. Just not a lot of money. Yeah, I know. So that was October 16th. So they're talking about him, and I don't know, their texts kind of seem pure. Like, hey, we kind of want to help him out. Like, uh-huh. you know, wish we could do something for him. Uh-huh. November 10th, 542. D'Amico takes a photo of Kate and Johnny in front of the Avenue ramp off of I-95. So Kate and Mark, so McClure and D'Amico, use the photo as the face of paying it forward for their GoFundMe campaign. Okay. Their initial goal was to raise $10,000. So that was their initial goal. Okay. That seems more reasonable than going straight for $400,000. Yes. Okay. So then at 725 that same day, McClure texts her best friend, admitting that the gas story was a bit of a fabrication. Okay. She says, okay, so wait, the gas part is completely made up, but the guy isn't? I had to make something up to make people feel bad, so shush about that made up part. Wait, what? 
Her and her best friend are texting back and forth. Yeah, but why would she have to make somebody feel bad? Why would have people have... I think she they're, was... They're setting up a con for I the think she, Well, I think... Okay, so I think she, what she's implying to her best friend is they yeah. were just trying to help this guy out, but they had to make a story mm. to get him money. Okay. So I don't... They're not outright admitting that they're scamming yet. Okay. They're saying, like, hey, we wanted to help this guy out, but we had to make a good so story. So they just wanted to help a, a, like a, a homeless guy out. Yeah. But... This guy didn't actually give him the $20 or... No. Okay. That story was all made up. Okay. That never happened. So, November 13th. I mean, I was kind of wondering, because, I mean, I'm not a, a whole, an expert on homelessness, but I'm curious of how many homeless people are walking around with 20 bucks. And who would actually just give their last $20 to someone else when you're not only homeless, but addicted to yeah. drugs? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, I was, not doing that. Yeah, I was about to say the, the, the food thing is one thing, but like the drug thing, come on, you're not giving no. away your, your, your drug money. No, not going to happen. I'd be like, sucks to be you, lady. Go get your boyfriend to help you or whatever, right? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. No. Where's Mark at? Right? I mean, we had cell phones in 2017. Ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> this isn't like 1982. No. So November 13th. McClure and D'Amico text each other about McClure's mother being very suspicious about the gas story, which they finally finally admit to her mom is not true. Mm. DeMarco describes it as just a little lie. Okay. November 15th, the, the Burlington County Times published a story about the GoFundMe drive. McClure's best friend texts her, this gas story is going to backfire LMFAO. The friends tell McClure that Bobby Bobbitt would be interviewed about the incident, but you need to tell him first. Make sure he knows. So basically, they're saying like, you, we need to like make sure this homeless guy Johnny knows what the story is. Oh right, yeah. knows that he needs to play in because he's gonna get interviewed, and we need him to like participate here. Yeah, it needs to be a cohesive story. Right, right. So they're talking about that. Later that evening, McClure and D'Amico meet Bobbitt in Philadelphia, near where Bobbitt was living. They record a a video of Bobbitt's reaction to the newspaper story. Bobbitt says the money would change his life. So McClure publishes that video on YouTube, and it goes viral. Okay. So. So So now we're skipping to November 24th, which is Thanksgiving. That fund had raised more than $300,000 from 11,000 donors. God damn. So much money. Way more than they had ever set forth to. um, That's how you raise money. You need a story. Yes. But not a story that's false. Well, right. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, people like a good story. If you're going to give your money, you want to give it to something that's like worthwhile and makes you feel good. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. It just sucks that these people. So I need to make people feel bad for me. Yeah. And then they'll give me money. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you just make a soft story. Right. November 26, Bobbitt and McClure appear on Good Morning America. They're big time now because, you know. You only appear on Good Morning America when you're big. Yeah. So December 4th, so McClure purchases a trailer for Bobbitt with $18,350 from the funds. Okay, like a, like a trailer like the live-in. Uh-huh, okay. yeah. 
Um, like, but titles the trailer in her name. Okay. Bobbit moves into that trailer, which is parked at their house. Um, K.N. I was wondering, it's like Mark. a trailer park? or okay, No, it's, just, it's like right it's, outside their house. I guess right outside their house, yeah. They must have some property then. Like, they must. Not living in the suburbs. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, there was, we did have a neighbor that was living in a trailer home in front of their house in our residential neighborhood. That was true. That happened for a very long time. Yeah, they got away, they got away with it for a while. Oh, they got away with it until the HOA H- told us it was our trailer. I know. We needed to move it. They they said it was our trailer. Like, it was so clearly not in front of our even our house. It was absurd. Oh, come on, HOA, get like, it together. Come on. <laughs> they haven't bothered us since. I think that embarrassed them. It probably did because we had to call and be like, "Yeah, this is not our house." Right. So yeah, talk to our neighbors about that, yeah. please. And then they were gone too much longer. They later. weren't there much longer. No. I think they thought that we called the HOA on them. No, don't you remember no. what happened? You went next door and told them, hey, we got a letter from the HOA about your trailer. Uh-huh. So you might be getting a letter about this, just giving you a heads up. Yeah. You, you gave them a heads up. Right, but they might think that, like, we were actually doing it, though. I don't know. I don't know. We probably, probably not. I'm probably sure. Probably not. That was that was weird. That one time they came up, they're like, "Hey, if you see anybody over here, let us know." Oh yeah, that was weird. I was like, "All right." That was a weird house, guys. Yeah, it was a weird house. It was a and weird they were loud. House. Their dogs were out barking all the time. Oh my god! god they damn. just they, they just left their uh, pit bulls out in the backyard with nothing to do. No two socialization. Very, one more than the other. Oh, super loud and aggressive. Because they were bored out yeah, of their yeah, minds. Yeah. I don't think they ever went one. Like walking. They never walked them. They never were inside. Always outside. Take care of your animals. Take people. care of your animals. Please. <laughs> Where's our spoiled brat? Oh, on the couch. Okay. I'm sure he's not around here. He so. gets like at least two miles a day of walking. Yeah, and lots of playing. <laughs> stair, stair game. Up and down and up and down and up and down. <laughs> Anyways. Let's see. So where were... Okay, they were on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so she bought the trailer for him on their property. So late November, early December, uh, McClure and D'Amico pay off all their family debts. Wow. With the money that's supposed to be spent on. Yes. $900 to a member of McClure's family and 8900 to members of D'Amico's family. Okay. That's the actually combined, not that bad. The combined total of nine thousand and eight hundred is near the original ten thousand GoFundMe goal. I mean, I'm not saying it's like good to take money from a fraud charity, but I, I, I guess let me clarify my clarify my not bad statement. I meant not that bad as far as debt goes. Yeah, um, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like they were using the full amount. Well, yeah, it wasn't. They like they were like had like eighty thousand dollars in credit card debt. Right, and this was just to their family. It didn't even. And one of them only had like nine hundred bucks. That's like. That's not that bad at all. Mm-mm. They didn't really need that money. Yeah, and like I'm saying, this is to their family. This isn't even them. Oh, it's not even their own. No. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. So December 8th, their fund passes $400,000, and no more donations are accepted. Good Lord. I guess GoFundMe kind of capped it at that. I was like, all yeah. right, that's enough. Yeah, goal, had, goal achieved. Right. So December 9th, McClure and D'Amico have conversations with a literary agent about a book and a movie deal. Really? Wow. Okay. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? They're like, let's make a deal here. Let's make a movie about this. Let's make some more money, capitalize off this. Yeah, the American way. (laughs) Exactly. 
So December 12th, McClure receives the last two net payouts from GoFundMe, which total $367,108. So they took, you know, GoFundMe takes a percentage yeah. of your money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's what they got as a payout. Sounds like about 10%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds about right. So Bobbitt opens a bank account with a 25000 deposit from McClure's primary bank account. So they give Bobbitt $25,000 of his money. Okay. Okay. A total of $31,622 is deposited in this account through March 2018. So altogether, that's how much he was given from his money. So Bobbitt got twenty-five grand. dollars uh, $31,622 oh, okay. altogether. Right, okay. So Bobbitt makes cash withdrawals of twenty three thousand within approximately three months. Right, thinking that he's getting the whole thing, right? Yeah, he was promised that they were going to give it to him slowly. Right. So he's making withdrawals, thinking that he's got way more coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So now we're going to head forward to twenty eighteen. So February twenty first. McClure purchases a 2015 BMW for $24,000. Okay. <laughs> so she's starting to splurge on herself. Yep. Yeah. Got the greed bug. Yes. March 9th, McClure texts D'Amico, I can't believe we have less than $10,000 left. I'm so upset now. D'Amico tells McClure not to worry, referring to eventually receiving money from the book deal. Mm mm. Think about how little time it took them to spend that money. Yeah. That, that's crazy to me. And we'll we'll get to where they spent the rest of that money. In a, a Brewster's bit. Millions? Huh? It's a <laughs> I learned it from Family Guy. Um, I forget the Family Guy joke, but it was it involved Lois's dad, who's like a multimillionaire or whatever. There was basically a bet to see who could spend all their family fortune the the, 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 the quickest. And apparently, it's a movie. Interesting. And like, a, or like some old movie or something. And, and the idea is to see like you have like a day to spend all of your your whole fortune. How are you doing it, basically? Huh. Yeah. Good God, I just can't imagine. Like, what are you? Was that, was that movie Blank Check? Oh yes. Didn't that have Macaulay Culkin in it? No, I don't know if it or was, was it him. was a different kid? I think it was a Macaulay Culkin-esque kid. I loved that movie when I was little. I Remember did too. he like, had that mansion and all those yeah, cool yeah, toys. Yeah. And, well, like... That was the one where it was like, I'm Mr. Macintosh, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Comp- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I had a slide. Was like... He had the slide from his room. like It goes outside and like yes. back into his house. That's a movie the kids need to watch. We were talking yeah, about yeah, interest, yeah, like yeah, funny yeah. 90s movies today that they need to watch that's one yeah blank check i kept thinking of alien but it's probably not good for an eight-year-old <laughs> no <laughs> she would not be happy with that choice of movie <laughs> all right they're, they're spending money fast <laughs> they are blowing it march 19th 2018 during a lengthy text exchange D'Amico asked mcclure whether they should cancel the warranty on the bmw because we're going to need all the money we can get for now mcclure texts D'Amico. All you need to do is start working at your real job. Once you do that, we'll be fine. <laughs> Tamiko acknowledges not doing any home improvement work since November. So she's like, basically like, dude, you need to start working again. Like, yeah. Then we'll be all right. Right. 
April 13th. Getting comfy with that money. Right. April 13th. It doesn't take long. It doesn't. It does not take long to spend money. And get comfy to it. Right. How, like, these people, they're, they're making net less than 50 grand a year, yeah. roughly. And now they're like, dude's like, I don't need to work. We got BMWs. Like, look how quick it they, they turned. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Yeah. That greed pops mm, in. Gets you. Gotta watch that. I know. April 13th, the Enquirer and Daily News report that Bobbitt is still struggling with an addiction to opioids. And in his second recent stint in rehab, he's jobless, and a truck he bought with money from the fund is idle in a need, idle in a need of repair. Right. So basically, they catch wind that this guy is not doing well. Not doing good. He's not. He didn't use this. Like something's not going right with this guy. He's in rehab again. Like the truck he did have is broken. You can't just you can't just money bomb people. Like they don't know. What, they don't want to know what to do with it, especially if they're in like a bad way, right? Like give somebody who's a da- an addict mm-hmm. some like that much money, where their only barrier from having all the whatever they want is money. Yeah. Like give them all that, they're like, oh my god, I'm gonna have a cocaine party. They're gonna kill themselves. I'm gonna have a ten million dollar cocaine party, right? Like Chappelle show. <laughs> yeah, not wise to do that to someone who's addicted. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what was happening with like all these like super rich sports people. Mm-hmm. Like they get so much money so quick, and they like literally have no idea what to do with it. Yeah, I'm not saying they were spending on drugs or anything, but but like high end. No, they just blow. <laughs> I mean, same with like lottery winners. You see oh, people yeah, yeah, win yeah, the yeah. lottery all the exactly. time. They usually. Well, I mean, not to mention that everyone and their mom comes and is like, "Hey, I oh. think you're my cousin." <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, hey, help me out, you mm-hmm. know? Childhood friends you forgot you had. Like, yeah, no. hey, buddy old pal. Right, no. Hey, it's your favorite aunt. I hated you. <laughs> Did we even ever talk? Right. You find out, not even your aunt. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so, August 10th. Money's hard. Well, Money's it, hard to get, and then it's hard to keep if you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's all difficult. Well, people think it's like... Um... Like, it'll never end. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it's never going to run out because right. they feel like it's such a big amount. But, mm-hmm. like... Like a big bag of Jolly Ranchers. Stuff adds up very quickly. There's a, there's a bottom to that bag of Jolly Ranchers. Mm-hmm. There is. It'll it might seem day. endless when you first get that giant bag, but it, it, it can be empty real quick. <laughs> yes, it can. Is, is it obvious that I want a Jolly Rancher? Uh, yeah, it is a little bit. I can't, I can't talk with those <laughs> August 10th, Bobbitt tells D'Amico on Facebook Messenger, We should really talk about things. There's been a lot of people asking questions, and I really don't know what to say. We, meaning Bobbitt and his brother, really should get out of here before things go public. So he's basically saying that um, Johnny's telling Kate, Hey, like, I think he's basically telling her, People are getting suspicious, and it's making me nervous. Right. So he's like, We need to kind of. Get out. So, sorry. Oh, yeah. August 15th through the 23rd, numerous um, electronic messages are exchanged between McClure, D'Amico, and Bobbitt. They discuss a reporter questioning the GoFundMe campaign since um, Bobbitt started panhandling again. Uh, so, he's out there panhandling again, and a reporter notices it. Right. McClure messages others about her anxiety over the situation and her plans with D'Amico to get Bobbitt out of the Philadelphia area. So uh, they want this dude uh, out. Yeah. 
they want him gone. Glad they didn't murder him. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. It was like, this could have been really bad here. This could have went to a different kind of book. (laughs) Yes. Different kind of movie. Different kind of story. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad it didn't go down that way, but it would sure have been interesting. (laughs) August 23rd, the Inquirer and Daily News report that Bobless is homeless homeless again Uh. and cut off from the fund. McClure and D'Amico say they've they ha- say they've spent or given him more than half of the money. Mm. Bobbitt says he fears that the couple squandered much of the money on things such as BMWs, mm-hmm. vacations to California, Florida, and Nevada. Ah, Nevada. Nevada. I'm, I'm kidding. It's just a it was a comedy sketch. It wasn't. Oh. It was, it was Game Grumps. Oh. <laughs> Nevada versus Nevada. Well, it's, it's true. It, like it's like the Sierra Nevada. You know it, that is the actual pronunciation of the mm-hmm. word. But apparently, people like natives of the state, say, they prefer to say Nevada. Nevada. You know, you can see how that would be. Like people just yeah. don't like to pronounce things the way that are. Well, kind of like I don't. I think well, Tejas in Texas, right? Who says Tejas? Well, exactly. Who says Nevada, right? I guess I could see that. But yeah, I mean, no, no one else says. Tejas. It's kind of like. Um, I learned how to say Appalachian. Appalachian? It's not Appalachian. Did, really? Oh, they actually say Appalachian? Appalachian is oh. how they want you to say it. That's See, how like no locals idea. say it. Interesting. That they're Appalachia. Really? That's how you're supposed to say it. They're Appalachia. They're Appalachia? Like I'm going to throw an Appalachia? Uh-huh. Appalachia. Yep. That's how you say no it. No idea. So I learned that from a podcast I listened to. I can't remember which one now, but I remember them teaching everyone how to say it. See, we're learning things. See? (laughs) So now you know how to say Appalachian if you ever need to. Right. And it's Nevada. In Nevada. Okay. So. It does sound better. Nevada sounds. Well, Nevada sounds a little Frasier y. It does. Nevada. Nevada. Right. I can see why they might. It reminds me of like Navarro. Oh. Like Dave Navarro. Sure. That's what that name sounds like to me. (laughs) Agreed. I believe it is like Spanish in nature. Like the whole like Sierra Nevada. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I think so. So August twenty seventh, McClure and D'Amico are interviewed by Megan Kelly. She was wrong about where Grand Blank was. Huh? Or Grand Rapids was. I was wrong about that. Oh yeah. Grand Rapids, way off. Yes, for sure. Alright, so who's inter- interviewed by Megan Kelly, like the um, Fox News lady? Yeah, Kate Mark. McClure and D'Amico. Okay. They're interviewed by Megan Kelly. So D'Amico says well over $150,000 was still available for Bobbitt, but the couple would not give him that money directly because of his drug use. Okay. Which makes sense if that was the true story, right? It would make sense if it was the true story. If it was. Like, okay, we're not going to give this dude $150,000 so he can kill himself It's a very with drugs. believable lie. Very. Which I watched like a little tidbit of um, that interview. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't get through it because I already knew the whole story. Right. So it makes me really cringe yeah. when I know people are lying and it's, then like I'm yeah. watching them. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. So I, I, I had to exactly quit watching it. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. I, 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 exactly what you mean. It made me like kind of sick to my stomach. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, not going to do that. Mm-mm. You, like, you feel embarrassed for them. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, this is cringy. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't finish yeah. that um, yeah, interview. I get it. I get it. So August twenty eighth, a law firm representing Bobbitt uh, pro bono. So this law firm says they'll represent him for no charge. Sure. Okay. They go to court in Burlington I, I County. 
pro bono? Shut it up. <laughs> it is pro bono. Bono would be offended. <laughs> He's pro bono. Is he? I'm pretty sure Bono is pro bono. <laughs> Guess we'll have to ask him. <laughs> so his um, attorney takes it to court where they um, they file against McClure and D'Amico seeking an injunction and monetary relief. So Ooh. he's like trying to sue them for his money. Yeah, right. So August 30, 30th, a superior court judge, Paula T. Dow, gives McClure and D'Amico 24 hours to transfer the money into an escrow account. That is allegedly still existing. Yes. Like the judge doesn't even question that it's actually Because that's what they said. They said, they said it. it on record. Yep. That it was still there, so they want to start an escrow account and for him. are always honest. Always. I'd be like, yo, show me a bank statement. Well, that's what's that's what's about to happen. Okay. So the judge wants them to transfer this money into an escrow account, and they said they have ten days. She says you have ten days to hire a forensic accountant Ooh, to review the financial a forensic record. accountant. Yeah, they really get in there exactly to review financial records. Well, that almost sounds exciting, even though you know it's the most boring job in the world. So. Okay, I think it may be a little boring, but good God, can you imagine, like, it's going to be boring until it's really not boring. Exactly. Like, you're uh, waiting you through seen, paperwork right. and stuff, and then, holy crap. The movie Soul. That one with, like, the um, John Oliver-esque British accent. It's a little, very, like, Cockney accent. The, the like the the spirit guy or like oh the, yeah 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 and the one who's like who's like I know you don't belong oh, here and the one who yes. like has to go through like a billion files yes and, and he finally he finally finds it. finds it and he's like I knew it uh-huh. I knew it yep and he how awesome would that feel? yeah that's how all those people feel mm-hmm. like oh like I'm vindicated I did it <laughs> right? I found the error <laughs> yep. found where they were embezzling millions. And hiding it under this name, really. Did it. Money laundering, all that stuff. So Puzzle solving is fun. Yeah. So the deadline passes without any funds being transferred. Right, of course. So August 31st, in a television interview, Bobbitt says, I wish it didn't come to this, and calls D'Amico a self-described gambling addict. Okay. So he, Bobbitt, calls... D'Amico. A gambling addict. A, a, a gambling addict. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, sep- Mark D'Amico. Yes, Mark D'Amico. Right. So September 2nd, McClure records a conversation with D'Amico in which she said she feels as if she is going to take the fall because her name was on everything and is concerned okay. about going to jail. Because she put her name on like the trailer, the car, right. all that stuff. Right. D'Amico replies, you won't go to jail for lying on TV. Oh, but you were wrong. Hmm. Aren't they so wrong? I don't know, yeah. You can't go to jail for lying on TV, but you can go to jail for defrauding people. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The conversation turns to the um, expenditures they've made. D'Amico yeah. says, 20000 BMW, 5000 Disney, 10000 in bags. We both went to How Vegas, much did, right? Disney? 5000 5000 okay. We both went to Vegas, right, huh? <clears throat> How much did you spend in Cali? 2500 Probably broke even on the one getting... Even on even on that one getting 3700 So just right there is 40000 Now you want to talk about everything else? Like you act like you didn't spend a dollar? So basically, they're fighting now. Yeah. They both went 
spend crazy. They both were doing what both of them. They were both doing the same thing, yeah. and now they're pointing fingers. Now they're pointing fingers because neither of them want to go down. Now. Right. I think they're beginning to realize this is all unraveling. Yeah, which is also, for the most part, a common theme here. Eventually, it really kind of. Although, kind of. Although one of them, that guy was like, "No, nah, I, I did everything." Well, he did for a while. Until... Until he found out that she was, like, pointing fingers at him. And then right. he was like, all right, guys, this is yeah. what actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one was that? Um, that was... was that Starkweather and Fugit, That was Stark. Okay, yeah. okay. It was, um... Yeah. This never works out. Yeah. They all start blaming each other at some point. Of course. Start pointing fingers when it all starts getting real. So September 4th, Chris Fallon, a lawyer for Bobbitt, says he learned that money <coughs> is missing during a conference call with lawyers for McClure and D'Amico. So that money that they were supposed to have that was left for him is gone. Right. No one can find it. Of course. Because it doesn't exist anymore. September 2nd, mm-hmm. I just totally. Yeah. September 6th, the Burlington County Prosecutor's Office obtains and executes a search warrant at the home shared by McClure and D'Amico in Florence Township. Hours later, GoFundMe announces it will pay Bobbitt any money he did not receive from the original 400000 mm. So GoFundMe's like, man, we'll give you your money, which I think pretty cool for GoFundMe. That is amazing. Yeah. Like, I can't believe they said they were going to do that. Well, yeah, some PR, though. There's a lot of PR built around this case, so yeah. maybe, yeah. They were like, it's not his fault. This was supposed to be for him. But yeah. he kind of had a little bit more right. to do in it than they think. September 18th, um, at a court appearance for minor traffic offenses, D'Amico says he looks forward to explaining what happened to the money, saying it would become crystal clear how the funds were spent. Mm. Oh my. November 15th, Bobbitt, McClure, and D'Amico are arrested. All three of them. Oh wow. And charged <clears throat> with second degree theft by deception and second degree conspiracy to commit theft by deception. The entire campaign was pre- predicated on a lie, says prosecutor um, Scott A. Kofina. All right. <laughs> That's a cool name. It is. So now I'm going to tell you everything they spent money on. I'm going to tell you exactly where their money went. Okay, great. So, here we go. Let's do it. Um, 2015. BMW, we've talked about already, mm-hmm. $24,000. Trip to Las Vegas, including a Grand Cran... Grand Can... <laughs> Grand Cran? Why did I want to say Crayon? <coughs> I don't know. That would be cool, though. Yeah. A Grand Canyon helicopter tour. Nice. So, they did it big in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They even got a helicopter tour. They did a trip to Disneyland in California. Okay, nice. Trip to Disney World in Florida. They did them both. Both. Several trips to New York City. 12 designer handbags with labels from Louis Vuitton, Coach, Michael Kors, and Vera Bradley. That's such a waste of money. So much so. For bags? Yes. They valued all of them collectively at about $11,000. For bags? For bags. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. That is crazy, y'all. <laughs> I know. And then they bought cryptocurrency uh, for about $12,752. Well. Too bad cryptocurrency is not doing well right now. I, 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 have, I have no idea what's going on with that. I've I, heard it's not. I put my money in a 401k. <laughs> and high yield savings. 
tell all of our secrets. Oh, sorry. Okay, that's what you should do. <laughs> so they had extensive casino play. We should do a finance podcast, even though we have no experience. You should do a finance podcast. No. I am barely learning. I will get sued up the ass. <laughs> They'd be like, he told me to do this. Right, exactly. <clears throat> Can you imagine? So the search of McClure and D'Amico's residence yielded casino cash-out slips from area casino mm. in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. He gambled. They gambled it all away. Along with chips from Live Casino in Maryland and Bali's Park Place in Atlantic City. Investigators also found player cards in McClure's and D'Amico's names from Parks Sugar House, Caesars, Bellagio in Las Vegas, Bortaga, and Tropicana. Cash withdrawals of $83,363 at or in the immediate vicinity of casinos in Atlantic City, Ben Salem, Philadelphia, and Las Vegas. Wow. They just balled it up for Damn. like two months. That's what yeah. they did. They yeah. just went everywhere they could. High society Casinos, living. all of it. They were living like big spenders. Mm-hmm. So much so, in bags. Yes, I know. So, March 6th, um, Bobbitt, Johnny Bobbitt, pleads guilty in the U.S. court, in a U.S. district court in Camden to charges of conspiracy to commit money laundering. Mm. McClure pleads guilty to wire fraud. Damn. Yes. So, oh my God. I can't believe this. These people didn't think they were going to get caught. They had to have known they were going to get caught, right? Like, it sounds like just stupid confidence to me. I just think everyone is else is a moron. Like, they ain't going to catch me. Like, how did they think they were going to appease this guy that was supposed to be getting this money by only giving him, like, cents when he knew how much he was supposed to be getting? I mean, he got more than cents. He got, like, you know, like 30 something thousand dollars. But still, if you know you have four hundred thousand dollars coming to you, yeah, I mean he, they they gave him what like seven to eight percent of what they got. Yeah. Well, no, because they didn't get the full four hundred thousand. So yeah, they gave him like roughly like ten percent. That that's like of what was promised. They should have known he's not gonna be okay with this yeah. forever. And I listen. I get. <laughs> I'm about to say this. I understand this isn't the point, but it sounds like if they, they would have gotten the whole thing, he probably would have got. He bought so much. Drugs, he would have killed himself. Yeah, you're probably right. Or who knows? Or I don't know. Or he maybe really, he would have bought himself a house and said, like, hey, I'm good now. Probably not. I, he it, really needed to have someone to say, okay, you have help. this money. Let's go to rehab. Yeah. Then we're going to, like, like a, oh. A life coach. Or what, what did Britney have? Um, Britney Spears? Yeah, what did Britney Spears have? A conservatorship. Oh, oh, I see. Even though hers ended up being bad. But isn't, doesn't have to, I guess doesn't have to be like like, does this person have any family that cares about this person? I don't or, know. That would be willing to do I that? I didn't search too much into it. Yeah, you'd need some kind of, like... But you you can <clears> get, <throat> like, a court-appointed conservator, even though I did hear those people are kind of, like, shady. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, like, watched the story where there were, like, conservators going into nursing homes just taking control of people's estates without yeah, them yeah, knowing yeah. and stuff. Right, which yeah. is terrible. But, like, it's too bad he couldn't have, like, a cousin or, like, a sister or someone... That would have like taken conservatorship over him and have been like, all right, yeah, you have this and money. Suck too. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I joking. Mean, yes, but it's it's too bad. He couldn't have someone that cared about him to be like, yeah. go to rehab, and I mean, you'll have enough money listen, to get a house, to yeah. get like 
your life together. It's sad to say, but I think, like, if that was the case, he probably wouldn't have been, it would have been much less likely he would have been in this situation to even begin with. Yeah, that's true. So you gotta, gotta roll with the cards you, you got. Yeah. And we do have pictures of these people. Oh, right. <clears throat> we can kind of put them up yeah, if yeah, you guys yeah, want to yeah, yeah. see them. Just if you're curious, I always like to... We can, um, we can, we can do that. I have to figure out how to do the technology. We're just talking like a programmer. Okay. So. So what do we got here? What are we looking at? This is uh, obviously Kate. Kate McClure. McClure. Uh huh. I'm going to assume that this is Bobbit. Yes, that's Johnny Bobbit. I'm just because uh, homeless beard. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's and this is Mark D'Amico. Clearly D'Amico. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> All right. These are those. This is like around New Jersey. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so that was the picture. All right. The, so this is like the this is the one that did it. Yes, this is the picture. <laughs> what are you so mad about, dude? I know he's so serious. Why so serious? Why so serious? Yeah. Oh, I don't have my cursor pointer on right now, but you can imagine what I'm doing. There. I'm I'm doing circles around the people I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. And then I think that that is their mugshots. That looks like <laughs> that, yeah. So, damn, uh, happy there. Yeah. So, this actually. So from what it was this mm-hmm. to this to that. Oh no. Dun dun dun. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So, um, they actually, okay, so let's talk about their, like, what each of them got. Oh, wow. Um, there we okay, go. there we go. Back to normal. <clears throat> I can Photoshop. <laughs> so, on August 5th, 2022, so this was, like, not that long ago, just August, um, D'Amico was sentenced to five years in state prison. Yeah. And in April 2022, he they was have five sentenced. five years. In, this, that was in state prison. That's like prison? worse than like some like rapist and shit. Like, Look, yes, you're right. I mean, I believe that he deserves it, but yeah, some people get off way less for way more. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I feel like these sentences are like so arbitrary. Well, because it's state by state mm. and judge by judge. Right. That's why. So in April 2022, <clears throat> sorry, he was also sentenced to 27 months in federal prison. Okay. So he is going to serve those. So state and federal, he's going to serve those concurrently. So like, like, oh, like together, parallel. Concur- I like so it's going to like not have to. He won't be. How to explain this? Like I think one he, after the other. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So he. Um, he and McClure were ordered by the federal judge to make full restitution to GoFundMe. So they have to pay everything back. So Good luck They'll be that. paying that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's It'll be like wage garnishment. Forever, yeah. Yeah, um, tax returns, all that shit. Oh, so GoFundMe's like, we're, we're getting our money back. Hell yeah, they are. It'll take us 50 years, but we're, we'll get our money we'll back. We'll get it. Yeah. Um, Kate McClure was sentenced on January 6, 2023, last month. Oh, wow. So, like I said, this is brand Yeah, new. wow, okay. Yeah, so she was sentenced last month to three years in state pr- state prison mm. for her role in the scheme and one year in federal prison. 
Which, I don't know why she got less time than him. Sexist. I think they, I don't know, they must have, like, in some way figured he was, like, the He was the, the one leader. inciting the, uh, yeah. the, the, the foul spending. Or she just had a better lawyer. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. So, Johnny Bobbitt, like, I talked about he pled guilty to what he did. He Which actually... Was, yeah, like, so what was, I mean, how, how much are you going to, like, charge a homeless guy for being, like, I need money? Yeah. Come I on. think just because he was complicit in them doing it, like he knew what they were doing and he was kind of in on it and didn't tell anybody. I feel that's, come on. Well, he was um, he was admitted to an addiction recovery program yeah. as an alternative to prison. That, so that's, 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 good. that's good. Yeah, yeah. The judge was like, nah, we're just going to send you to rehab. But he also must pay $25,000 back, which is yeah. what they estimated that he got. Right. So. Yeah, they ain't never gonna get that money back, probably, no, unless probably he turns not. his life around. Which would be good. Point. I hope he does. I really do, because I mean, it sounds like he like had it together at some point to be a marine. You know, I'm sure there was probably some PTSD I feel that's and probably some the underlining case issues for a lot of these. People. He may have got hurt, ended up on yeah, you know narcotics, and, yeah. and it just took control. Yeah, to, which it does easily yeah, for some people. Yeah, so. I don't know. So that was that story. See, not so bad. Just a lots of fraud. Yeah, it was. No one was getting raped or murdered. It nope. was Yeah. It just was, some good old fashioned fraud. Yeah, I still feel. I feel bad for the homeless guy though. I feel bad for him too. Um, I feel he just kind of get wept up, you know, swept up into something that you know how. Like again, and he how was you gonna probably s- under the influence this whole time. Oh, I mean, I wasn't really thinking care. about that. Probably that too. But I mean, so his decision making was probably not even close to um like sufficient I sure guess is what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah you know I like it, when yeah. you're like on drugs all the time you're like i don't know just let's just do whatever i guess i, I suppose but like even even without that just simply just being you know in a situation of desperation where you really need the help your whole life is at this point about others helping you out yeah how are you gonna say no how are you gonna say no to any of that right it's it, it's such an imp- a difficult situation Oh, you're going to make me a ton of money? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, that's true. I mean... I literally don't know where my next meal is coming from. But no, I'm not going to take your offer up. Jersey Shore looking people who look like you can make me money. Right. Yeah, it does kind of suck that he got charged in that. I'm kind of wondering why they did that. Why, like, the um, state decided to go after him, too. I find that strange. I mean, I think it's good that he wound up getting help. He sounds like he needed... Through that, yeah, I'm but glad he didn't. They didn't send him to prison. That was sad. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, I think, I think that was a good choice. But yeah, it is kind of weird that they charged him at all. Yeah. I'm assuming just because they could prove he took that money, knowing that the story that they used was false to begin with. Yeah. So. I, I mean, know. I get it. It's, I mean, it's not like, listen, it's not like he didn't do anything wrong. But I just feel like, if I was a judge in that one, I'd be like. Nah. Like, we're not even going to, like, this we're guy, not even going to bring charges on this dude. Not even. But, again, you know, yeah, it's good that he wound up at least getting access to some type of help. He Hopefully, I don't know. He said this is brand new, so. Who, I mean, the, he's still in this recovery program at this time right now. That's kind of, a, I, I, I almost feel bad now. Like, I'm feeling like this, this, that, this is so new. 
It's like this, like we're just talking about this That's guy. That's why I told you I felt kind of weird covering this because it is so yeah. new. Like this lady just got her sentence last month. We're here like judging this guy on yeah, this like podcast like, thing, and it's I like know. he's literally just got like sent like the the homeless person. The other people the, who were like ringleaders oh, yeah. behind the scam, they, they I don't give a shit. It. Y'all yeah. suck. They y'all y'all can it. suck it. And I don't I'm, care at all. But the. Yeah. The homeless guy who I feel I feel like he's more or less mostly a victim in this. I, I think so too. I definitely think so, and I hope he gets help. I hope like yeah, yeah. you know he's getting the help he needs, and he's accepting of that help. I hope so too. Now, but now that this is again, this is so new. I feel like we're being patronizing or whatever. It's just saying saying that. I don't think that's I hope patronizing. He, you know, I hope he gets the help he needs. Look, you know what I, you I don't know what think I mean? that's patronizing. Which, I think that that's like it's real. True. It, like, it is real. Because but like, what that if addiction you? could like ruin your life. Of course, of course. But what if it was you? Would you want me like to hear these randos being like, I hope, I hope Ashley gets the help that she needs. Like, you'd be like, bitch, you don't even know me. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. It's better than them being like, she deserved to go to prison. True. We could have taken a worse angle. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hear you. He was just as guilty as <laughs> yeah. they were. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Look, addiction is crazy. And yeah. it makes you do crazy things. And like I said, I mean, he was a Marine. So there's probably some mental aspects to it. Because it seems like a lot of people in the military come out with some PTSD that if you don't get it taken care of can maybe so yeah lead to a lot sure. of stuff you know sure so i don't know it is weird it's weird to be in so new this is the newest case we've covered oh yeah so it's easier when they're, it's like in the 70s or 80s i know it's like very removed people are probably dead i am happy that this case has been like in court has been adjudicated because i would feel so weird if like people hadn't been convicted of this and we're just talking about it like during a court case i feel like that'd be fun too because it'd be fun to speculate it would but we'd have to have a lot of uh, allegedly yeah allegedly ain't nobody listen to us Uh, maybe one day you never (laughs) know people could love us one day maybe it could happen it could happen We'll be okay. Um, yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Thought that was like a pretty fun, like lighthearted case. Not yeah, I like too, it. Not too serious. Yeah, so I like I'm, the nice break. I'm probably gonna like throw like you know we'll still do the murdery ones and kind of the awful ones, but I think it'll be fun to throw some like scams, some fraudsters and stuff. And like if you have any like criminal couple cases that you're just dying to hear about, please like I mean. You can um, email us to deathpod at gmail.com. That works. Um, Should we set up a Discord or something? Where yeah. people can just talk to us? Yeah, whatever? I guess we could set up a Discord. Yeah, we could do something like that. Or you can just like comment on one of our videos and we'll see it. Just be like, hey, I'd really like to see you guys do this case. Or maybe you look into this case. It's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. If there's a comment feature on whatever, wherever the hell you're listening to it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, there is on YouTube. But I don't know about Spotify and stuff think, like that. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. So, yeah, just, like, put it on YouTube. Or, yeah, like or I said, we have the Gmail. We have Gmail. We'll set up a Discord or something at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. But, all right. Well. That was the GoFundMe fraudsters. Yep. Another one down. So, we'll be coming at you, hopefully, in about a week. Yep. Trying to get one of these every week. So. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good schedule. I think so, too. I think that's pretty appropriate (laughs) (laughs) yes it is quite appropriate (laughs) all right guys um i don't know how to end these i think you just say bye all right bye guys bye